Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories. Your no sir crew goes on a little ratings war between WCW and WWF. Boys, it's the last Monday of January of the year 2000. And uh, we're moving on to Super Brawl for WCW. Super Brawl 2000, sir. I, I keep forgetting that. Word. Since we're in the year 2000, it should be everything, every word should end with 2000. That's right. Okay. That's the way it goes. Okay. I am your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Excited and ready to rock and roll. The ch- 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 chosen one, Mike Booble. Listen up, all you substitute slap nuts. I'm the commissioner tonight. I make the rules, and I will take bribes. And Joe, if you piss me off, I might be the new host. Wow. Another another solid triple, if not That's a right. God damn it. I listen when I'm gone. Um, <laughs> so, so, um... <laughs> <clears throat> um, <laughs> Which means you're the, you and me are the only ones who've done that. By the way, <laughs> uh, so um, hi and uh, WCW's in Pennsylvania. <laughs> what part of Pennsylvania? Is it Erie? I believe Wilkes-Barre. Oh no, it's Wilkes-Barre. Scranton, yeah. Wilkes-Barre. Okay, Wilkes-Barre. All right, shout out Dunder Mifflin. January thirty first, the year two thousand, Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. I bet Jim would give the Jim look to most of the show. Should have brought him Dwight. Could help the show. <laughs> Commentary team is uh, one Tony Schiavone, yep. Mike Tanay, yeah, and, and not Bobby Heenan, but Mark Madden. Say what? This is. I didn't say anything last week, but yep. we're done with Bobby Heenan on Nitro. Yep, uh, and uh, he does um, worldwide. Yeah, we're, 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 we don't review weird shit. Wor- we don't review worldwide, so he's done yet. I mean, I've got the video. I've got the ser- I'm from '83 to 2001. No Self presents WCW Worldwide, baby. Hope you like Nitro recaps. <laughs> <laughs> hey, our show should be quick. We probably can knock four do- four and, off in one and day. Jerry Flynn matches. I mean, we, what? They're in the long. wall. It's just yeah. just the wall matches. Yeah, it's like the wall. Jerry Flynn. Although uh, slight uh, tirade, I used to love watching it in like '97, '98 because God knows what the fuck you'd find. Like, they would do, like, three months' worth of tapings at a time in Universal Studios and <laughs> just wreak havoc. Like, they would do, like, they would tape in late March and still be showing stuff in June. Jesus right? Christ. And all of a sudden, and it would be random-ass fucking matches. Goldberg versus Greg the Hammer Valentine. <laughs> right? What? My, no, my, Ric Flair against Barry Horowitz. Because Barry Horowitz. But my favorite, because it was such a Styles Clash. And it was, uh, they got him to work that show. The main event, now, the main event of uh, an episode of Worldwide in late May. Macho Man Randy Savage mm. repping the NWO, black and white, even though the Wolfpack had just started. <laughs> I, you know. Against Ultimo Dragon. Ooh. Ultimate, you mean. Ultimate. He was Ultimo by 99. <laughs> he was still there in 99? Yeah. Or 98, I mean. I was like, Jesus. You would just, you would just get random shit like that. So we could do Saturday Night and Worldwide, and we'd be done. Like we can do what they did: film four shows in one day, <laughs> yeah. and then we're evergreen, baby. We can be like three months uh, ahead while we only film like four four times total. So we could just say random matches, and it would sound like it was on Saturday Night. It wouldn't matter. Ah, sick, yeah. sick. <laughs> Next, Greg Ganya took on Chief Wahoo McDaniel. That checks out. Somehow Stone Cold came on. Yeah. What the hell? Steve Austin against Mustafa Saeed. 
So yes, uh, so this is the end for Bobby. Which is also how they booked this Nitro. But I Good digress. God. Yes, Bobby is done with uh, all intents and purposes in this Monday Night War. Um, ironically, it was supposed to be just one week. He was yeah, under he the was weather. like sick, right? I believe yeah, legitimately. he was sick legitimately. And Madden took his place. But those who could influence decisions who didn't like him. Shivani. Actually, no. No. Uh, did influence decisions. and uh, Is it the other one who loves his uh, emo music? <laughs> no. Oh. It, it was um, some of the good old Southern Boy Network. Mm. It's not that they were against uh, Bobby as much as Madden had kissed ass and all of a sudden it became, Man. well, yeah, he's our boy. This commentary was awful tonight. Oh, it doesn't get any better over the it's, years. Uh, I will, I, definitely downgrade. This I, sucks. I, I, I would just say this. I watched this Nitro, and when I was done with it, I was pretty angry. Because I was just like, I just watched an hour and a half of this, and it pissed me off. Hey, so first wait. of all, give me a good friend to slap notes. So yeah, watch it. Sorry. I can't wait to get into it then. Yeah. So let's get into this. Uh, I like this. We get a recap from Thunder, Sid being stripped of the title and having uh, Nash saying he won it. And then the main event for that, the handicap of the Harris brother and Nash against w- Sid in the cage. W- WCW, quick word of advice. Don't recap your title situation. Move the fuck on. Move along. So you weren't here for the midweek war stories. Uh, how I did you feel? To it, no, yeah, of course you did, because I knew you would. How do you feel about the fact that at least this convoluted title crap is finally done? Uh, For all intents and purposes. It took them eight days too fucking long, and they just they, they did the end result they should have done the first time. Um, but thank Christ that clusterfuck is over. Right. Um, then we see earlier today with the NWO, as uh, one Scott Hall is talking uh, on the phone with Nash, wondering where he is at. Uh, Nash puts uh, one Jeff Jarrett in charge for the night. <laughs> Steiner uh, <laughs> Hall's all kinds of butt hurt that it would be Jarrett. I mean. Hall's butt hurt. Steiner's like, put him on speakerphone, <laughs> and then like he like Jeff's like, no, it's fine. Steiner, uh, Steiner's like, he's probably not even on the phone with him right now. <laughs> but then Hall takes it back, and he's yeah. like, Jarrett, really? Because <laughs> yeah. he goes, who's in charge? Jeez, I can't, I can't fathom why Kevin Nash would choose Jeff Jarrett over Scott Hall. Damn, I, I just don't get it. <laughs> So that was earlier today, and then we cut straight to Jeff Jarrett and the boys walking to the arena. Uh, <laughs> we go to the ringside, and commentary's like, what's the story? What's going on? And I was probably going, so you mean what's going on with this whole night? We go to the ring with NWO, as it's Jeff Jarrett, as he's been put in charge, as one Kevin Nash is not here tonight. Uh... Scott Steiner puts inducts the Harris brothers into the NWO. So, Corey, Ooh. how do you feel about the uh, Harris brothers? Uh, Heavy D and Dur- Big Ron. Big Ron uh, as your new members of the NWO. Heavy D was a rapper. First to, of all. He, he, he is. To say that I'm not very thrilled with this new so. induction would be an understatement. Uh, so, Corey, <laughs> as the one true NWO white in the yes, group. Yes, yes, yes. I don't think they're the worst, but where would you rank them of, in the history of the NWO members? I mean, where, they're near the bottom. They're, I mean, for sure at the like, bottom, uh, but who's the worst behind, member in the history of the NWO? Probably behind Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Ouch. I mean, he's Macho. No, I mean, he's right there with him in terms of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Brother. Uh, brother. No, brother. The, the, the all-time worst 
NWO member. Is it Disco or Buff? It's probably Disco. Buff served a purpose in the original NWO. Disco, probably Disco is the Vincent. Wolf. As the Wolfpack wannabe, Vincent's near the bottom, but he was good at the grunt work. So I would put Disco, Vincent, Harris Boys. They're Oof. all, like, and then like VK Wall Street. They're all at the bottom of the barrel. You know, it's, uh, it's not good. But strength in numbers, I do understand. So, you know. Uh, as this is all happening, we get the uh, <laughs> WWF audience as they're uh, chanting asshole. And that say a non WCW thing, you know what I mean? Like that's weird to see. Uh, Jeff makes a match at Super Brawl for the WCW Heavyweight Title, as it's going to be Sid versus. He gets to pick the guy. Hmm, who should it be? Who should it be? Hmm, me. That Jeff, checks out. Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. That checks out. I was like, that sounds about right. When 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 Jarrett <laughs> went when Jarrett went to say I get to pick who is going to be the opponent for Sid, I was like, oh, he's picking himself. Why wouldn't you? And I, and I will and I will tell everybody this. I have not seen the results of Super Brawl. I have not. I have never seen any WCW pay per view. And f- until what I've watched for the War Stories, that I have not watched. Sat down and watched a WCW pay per view. So, I'm in for a treat. I know that. Well, uh, however, you're treats, in for some treats. Way to put it. <laughs> Jarrett says he's going to make Sid's life a living hell until Super Brawl. But tonight, he's going to make a match, a six-man tag of Jeff Jarrett, Heavy D, and Dirty Ron or something. I don't know. <laughs> Big Ron. <laughs> Big Ron. Versus Sid and two partners that Jeff Jarrett would pick. Again, like, fair. Yep. Yeah. Checks out. I mean, we joked, like, no, I'm not happy about them there. But I know why they were put in the NWO. Um, Nash is legitimately injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, ankle. Broken ankle, actually. They talk about it on Thunder, yeah. yeah. Broke his ankle. Uh, Scott a Hall. live show somewhere? Something like that. Uh, Scott Hall hardly dependable, and Steiner technically isn't cleared. So, someone's got to work. So, in terms of active NWO, you're talking Jeff Jarrett. You have you have four members of the NWO and three are hurt. Yep. So, I mean, I understand why they did it. They have to have somebody in there with them, Um, and that storyline wise makes the most sense. So, what's uh, is this worse than the? NWO Elite Super NWO when that when that was a thing for like two weeks and then it broke down. Well, we could talk about it here because it's not done yet. But I mean, the the original NWO 2000 is already you you can't even recognize it with what's here now. It was as snake bitten as the Elite. Like I mean, it took what? I mean, (laughs) theoretically, it's worse because if you really want to like be technical about injuries and all that. Uh, Bret Hart was injured and retired before he formed the NWO. Correct. So he has a negative time frame. Jared had been hurt for a month of it. Yep. Nash and Hall have been hurt. Steiner has never been cleared. <laughs> that keeps up with the storyline of it. Since day one of Bret Hart's entrance in WCW, is he working for the NWO? From beginning to the end of WCW run, we question, did he work for the NWO? I mean, this... If- I- this NWO 2000 reminds me of the uh, 03 or 04 Lakers. Yeah. Just okay in theory, but uh, didn't work out at all. Like, it's crazy. So after the original formation of the NWO, right, game changer, mm-hmm. everybody wanted to be a part of it, big deal. So the league comes back, not good. 2000, snake bit, also not good. And honestly, when they come back in 02 in the E, not it doesn't good. last long. <laughs> like, that one I can get. Maybe my- stop having an NWO. <laughs> <laughs> that one though, I complain. I put completely on Vince. 
he booked, I mean. he booked them like X Factor. Well, yo, mean. you're dealing with the X Factor. I wanna. We'll get to that in later years. Um, Jarrett, though, as he's in charge because Nash is gone, but guys, he'll take bribes. I like that. That's right. I can be bought. That's right. <laughs> so we go to commentary. They give us the rundown for tonight's matches The Mama Lukes versus David hey, Flair. That's the Paisans, sir. Okay. Talk about a match I'm tired of seeing. The Mama Lukes versus David Ooh. Flair and Crowbar in a Benson Hurt street fight. Hey, forget about it. Forget about this next match. Big T versus Booker T. Okay. Ric Flair should be back here tonight. (laughs) He should be here, as they put it. Cool. We get that six-man tag Jarrett just brought up. And uh, Mark Madden said the reason why he's on commentary is because he bribed one Jeff Jarrett. I did like that. He was real quick to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. We're 12 minutes and 30 seconds into the show, and Sid arrives to the show. Ric Flair shows up in his limo and thirteen at thirteen minutes in. We go backstage, we see Jay Biggs talking with Harlem Heat. And then we see Arn Anderson and Terry Funk talking as they say since Nash is gone, we need to finish the NWO off. Funk asks where Flair is, Arn's like he is here. But Arn kind of blew him off. And that's what commentary brings up, like uh but they bring it up like this is something we should talk about, but let's forget about it, because you know. It's just normally Arn Anderson. So let's go to our next match. First match of the night, guys. For It's part of the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. So, Booble, give us that breakdown. Yeah, I did do that. Then, fantastic. Remember he said he wasn't doing <laughs> oh, that? Oh, I know, I know. As it's Lash LaRue <laughs> versus Evan Courageous, uh, Evan tries to sing, but LaRue attacks him. Uh, three count helps Courageous during the match. LaRue takes out three count with a crossbody to the outside. Uh, three counts tries to interfere, but LaRue kicks them off. Lash wins with the Russian leg sweep, or as he now calls it, Whiplash 2000. 2000. Uh, ah, what damn a waste of Shannon Moore and Jay Dumps and this fucking gimmick. You think? Uh, more on that on Thunder, by the way, to really hit that point home. That'd be on the midweek war stories. We go backstage with the NWO celebrating the introduction of the Harris brothers into the NWO. Uh, someone brings them food, and the Harris brothers like, "Hey, woman, you know, <laughs> we're the NWO. We should be doing uh, the finer th- foods, like steak and lobsters, not this sandwich shit." Hey, woman, <laughs> now go get us some real food. Oh, Take that to Sid's locker room. Oh my god! <laughs> then we get a promo about, from one Dustin Rhodes. Don't try this at home, kids. Although it kind of came across as like, "Go ahead, try this at home." It wasn't so much the uh, don't try this at home. I've been doing this for 15 years, and uh, don't try this at home. Okay. Let's go to our next match as it's for the WCW tag titles in a street fight. It's the Mama Lukes versus David Flair and Crowbar. I started calling them the Crazies. Mostly because I'm tired of riding David Flair and Crowbar. Yeah. The crazy. The crazies. I'm getting to a point where I might put Flair down, but I might think it's Rick. Uh, yeah. That's why I started doing D Flair. Because uh, I was Flair like. Flair and Crowbar defending their tag. Whoa, whoa. Although that'd be a much better team. <laughs> well, God, yeah, but. Uh, Mostly because di- Crowbar's in it. <laughs> uh, Disco joins commentary for this. Uh, Vito puts a trash can lid on David Flair and hits, a, hits it with a crutch. Uh, this match is based in all out brawl because of. Being hardcore street fight. Uh, Miss Hancock comes on down and watches. 
Uh, Crowbar puts a chair on Johnny Bull's face and does a uh, slingshot leg drop. Over the slingshot, like, flip leg drop. Uh, Disco enters the ring and helps Johnny the Bull set up a table. They place Crowbar on and elbow, uh, Vito hits an elbow, spla- elbow splash. It, looked, it was a pretty bad elbow for the win. What was Crowbar's gimmick before he was Crowbar? NASCAR. No. Oh, I'm thinking the demon. Was he just dude? He was just um, Devin Storm. Dangerous Devin Storm. Well, this is like gear and shit. Like, uh, Was it like pants? Like No. Tights, though. No, it was tights. Yeah, tight Imagine, pants. Imagine, okay, so him and another indie tights. guy in the East um, whose name was uh, Devin Storm. I can't remember his name. But they were a t- team in the Indies uh, in the East Coast in the late 90s. They worked ECW and WCW like, underneath sometimes. Imagine, like, the new rockers look, like Leaf Cassidy and Marty Jannetty, mm-hmm. bright, bright neon green and purple and, like, but tights like that with maybe some fringe on the side. Okay. Um, in fact, before he did the crowbar gimmick, he, he dyed his hair. Um, originally a mullet, bleach blonde mullet is what he had. No facial hair. Jesus. Yeah. Like, so much so that even by 1999-2000, I was pretty knowledgeable with the wrestling it took me about a couple of weeks before I figured out that was Devin Storm. Oh. Because he had, he had changed his look so drastically. I was like, damn. When we saw Devin Storm on like a Raw years ago, I was like, oh, that guy looks really familiar. Yep. Because this is a... Uh, talk about a waste. Jesus yeah, Christ, uh, man. To bring him in under the... And they brought him in in late 99 as just Devin Storm doing jobs on Saturday night. Because you talk about him on Saturday night. Yeah. With, 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 uh, the, with the new look. And that's... Uh, but yeah, the crowbar gimmick. And I mean, if you want him to work the hardcore style, I guess crowbar isn't the worst name. But just stick him with David Flair. He seems oh, so. Geez. I think he's doing an indie show. Yeah, he still works yeah. from time to time. He's, he's, a, a, he's also a chiropractor. Yeah, I would say he does a lot of the AEW guys. It's like being the chiropractor. Yeah. But I know he's doing an indie show. I saw it the other day. I was like, I forgot who he's uh, facing. But I was like, L.A. Park. He's a guy who put Maybe. in his time and paid his dues. Yeah. Probably started around 92, 93 Jesus. on the East Coast. And yeah. He was like an ECW guy. Was he an ECW guy? He worked ECW for a little while. Every once in a while, he would go in and like lose on an ECW arena show. But it wouldn't be a jobber kind of thing. They didn't really do that. It was just, you know, here's Devin Storm. He's got a bit of a name for himself in the Philly. And he would fight, I don't know, Too Cold Scorpio or something and have a. Pretty damn good match, but lose, and then mm-hmm. you wouldn't see him again. Probably um, a better fit for ECW, though. Also, being players in there. Yeah. He's also he's being wasted on this. Yes, he is. So we see Harlem Heat and Jay Biggs talking in the back, and then we see Midnight and Booker T talking. Is it when Big T had the jug of milk? Yes. Yeah. I was like, that's the first time I'd seen that. And then, then we see the NWO locker room. We see Water, Sun. yes. <laughs> milk. Okay. He was doing the cinnamon challenge or it was, something. It was I don't a know. Bad choice. <laughs> uh, we see the NW locker room, and then we see somebody knock on it. And it's Brian Nobbs. Jared opens it. What the hell do you want? And he, Nobbs shows he has a wad of money. And then Jared laughs. He goes, You know the password. <laughs> <laughs> Guess you do know the password. Then we come back from commercial, and Nobbs wants Jared to get rid of Fit Finley. So Nobbs wants a match. A hardcore match of Fit Finley and the total package. 
That didn't make sense. I was like, you want him? Cool. Why not get Tank Abbott? And like, or Ming. Or Ming. Like, I want total package. I know who can get rid of him. Luger. And I was just like, that's, that was the beginning of my head shaking. I'm like, like what? Honestly, Liz is more hardcore than Luger at this point. But, but then again, She's taking motherfuckers out. Did then, anybody see... Then again, it's Brian Ops. <laughs> did anybody see the Mongo tweets and they're like i think it was mongo and they were supporting uh, uh bret hart yeah and uh, how bret hart could sell things yeah <laughs> someone posted bret hart selling a bat shot it is the liz straight to the face <laughs> like, 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 you know, i don't think he saw that one <laughs> yeah. you know it's like it's like oh god who the wrestler was uh mcfoy talked about it he had the greatest working punches he would just punch you in the fucking face as hard as he could yeah. It's like that. Yeah. Really, so if Liz swings a bat at your face. It, it, it was like... By uh, the way, after he'd already been concussed, that happened after Goldberg kicked him in the fucking face. It was like Brett selling a jackknife powerbomb. Brett selling uh, the... Turnbuckle turnbuckle Austin. Yeah. And, and then it's like Brett selling a baseball shot. <laughs> straight in the head. Like, he's not selling. He's in pain. It's like selling, oh, it's like saying Owen sold a nosedive. Yeah. So, Jesus, let's go to our next match. As it, Booker T comes on down, however, the Harlem Heat music stops abruptly. Oh God! <sighs> then Jay Biggs comes out saying that the prop, the music, the theme song to Harlem Heat is the property of Harlem Heat, and Booker T is not part of the Harlem Heat, so he can't use it. Um, they said, "Hey, you can have." They give him his own song, but. It was dubbed over. I don't know because I watched it on the network, so I don't know what they played. If they, it was some really. It sounded really dubbed. I struggled with this because I do remember watching this live way back when, and I do remember different music, but I don't know if it's a case where they dubbed it this time or if it's a thing where they just used this shit today and then next week they have the mm-hmm. intended. Because uh, if I remember correctly. The music ends up being like this really like. That's what it sounded like. That's what it sounded like. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. It's meant to humiliate him. So that's what they use. This one was different. Uh, To me, it had like a guitar thing going on. Mm. Uh, However, I don't know if you guys noticed, but you could see Big T flipping everybody off in the background. Well, you could see him start before the camera turned hard left. Yeah. (laughs) They got to a point where like. Yeah, he was doing the wind up. What were they chanting at him? Was it Ahmed? Is that what they were doing? Yeah, yeah, Ahmed. It they became like the wide wide shot if someone was bleeding. Like uh, Jay Big says that the T in Booker T is also a property of Harlem Heat. So uh, literally his name, but I okay. guilty of copyright infringement. <laughs> I type didn't know thing. you could copyright a letter. So uh, hey, I don't know. Get back here. So Sesame uh, Street had it first. Though. Booker, <laughs> he has to go by Booker now. Uh, Stevie Ray says, you know, she go by Booker, man. Uh, Steve, Steve Ray says that Booker T can't come out out wearing the flames because that's hard on hate. And then he so, says my favorite line. Then you can go back and go find go that G.I. Bro, bro outfit that you tried to wear 10 Ooh, years ago. Cuts deep. Yeah. That first cut is the deepest. But then, so we have Jay Big saying, okay, we own this, we own this, we own that, we own the T, this. And then Big T's like, let's have a match. For the right for T and J Big's like no we're good. No, well, you know. I mean it happens, but not tonight. Great googly moogly. Big says that he probably doesn't have a wrestling license either, so uh, he, you know 
because he's part of Harlem Heat. They own that. They own the Harlem Heat. All that good stuff. Uh, Midnight comes on out and brings Jay Biggs to the ring. Booker, Booker beats him up for a bit until slowly, oh so slowly, does uh, uh, Harlem Heat try to get in the ring. There's a walk-in? It's a rockin'. I wouldn't call it a running. Uh, there's a, a, there's an appearance. It's a strolling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As in, uh, he shows up. <laughs> Midnight jumps on the back of Big T and he shoves her with no without ease. Down attacks him. Uh, Jeff Why? then uh, then we see Jeff Jarrett talking to Finley and uh, saying that hey you know uh, Nobbs has been talking about you and this is what he wants you to do he wants you to face this whole package but Jarrett says. Uh, Finley, you don't have to face the package tonight because uh, it will be Brian Nobbs who's facing uh, the toll package. But Finley will be in the ring as he will be the special guest referee to this match. Then we cut to Norman Smiley as he's running into the, in backstage and he leads himself up to the demon's coffin. And then he enters the coffin and then it shuts on him. He freaks out. Checks out. Uh, let's go to our next match, as it's going to be Kidman with Tori versus The Wall. Well, I was there for the The Wall. <laughs> well, let me just say this. This match was like a squash match for The Wall. Oh, yeah. I mean. He's the one they're pushing. Yep. Uh, Tori gets on the apron to distract the ref. Which would work. Uh, Vampiro does come uh, comes down and does a spinning heel kick, but act, hits Kidman because the wall is holding him up as he was going to choke slam him. No, it makes sense. That was the that was the, it was supposed to be like that. Yeah. The oh kick, yeah, yeah. The kick. I mean, it may have hit Kidman, but it causes Kidman to go down on the wall. Yeah, yeah. That's Kidman the wins the match, yeah. but it was like a squash match from the whole time until that happened. Mm-hmm. And then Vampiro goes up. The ramp, but uh, Kidman gives chase because he wants to know what the hell is going on. Only in WCW, though. This bugged me to no end. Kidman, or Vampiro goes to the top, does the, the leg yep. onto Kidman, and it's and rolls to this side of the ring. Yep. Instead of getting out underneath the ropes so the ref doesn't see, he just stands up, walks almost right behind the ref, and just casually gets out of the ring on this side. Like, no big deal. Now, luckily, Tori's terrific tatas were there to keep the ref busy. And, yeah. But it's like that common thing, like, when the Filthy Animals started, like, Rey Mysterio had a match, Conan interferes, and legitimately runs in front of the ref. Yeah. Pushes the ref out of the way to hit the yeah. spot. There you go. We go backstage, we see one Ric Flair. as he's leapfrog him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hall, uh, then we see uh, Hall is asking Jared, hey, who's Sid's partner going to be? Don't worry about that. I have an idea. Then we go Mean Gene as uh, he's going to bring, bring out one Ric Flair. However, they kind of give away who is going to come out because of the fact that they did the wide shot of the stage, but they had like the orange lights going and they had a music song playing. I'm like, who is that? I thought it was Tank Abbott's theme like for a minute, but it'll be who comes out in a, in a minute. Uh, Ric Flair comes on out. Ric Flair says that he is wrestling, uh, but he does his little shtick about, you you know, I'm here to, I can bang your mom, I can bang your wife, ask your mom, this, this. He's not happy to be there. He he did not look happy to be there. I think two of us. Flair says that when they call and ask him to be commissioner, 
And he asks, uh, why the hell would you want the greatest wrestler of all time to be a commissioner? He has a point. Uh, Flair did say, though, he would come to Nitro. He wants to clear things up with Terry Funk. Funk thinks that he would come here and support him, be his friend, his partner. Well, Funk is wrong. Uh, Flair calls out Terry Funk. Um, Funk, I love the fact this is the part when he's like yelling at everybody. Mm -hmm. And he like yells at Shivani. (laughs) He's like, uh, you know, Shivani, there's a god in this ring. So Tony gets up and bows. (laughs) Then here comes, uh, oh, and on the ninth day, God created Flair. Then the music played that was at the beginning of this promo, and it was Terry Funk. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, okay, you're giving that away already. But that's the common thing with WCW now, that they'll play somebody's theme song, stop it, and then replay. Funk comes out, calls Flair an evil bastard. Flair has a household name, the greatest champion. Funk senses jealousy in one Ric Flair's voice. Then, once again, they bring up the opponent, Funk brings up Mick Foley's book as a Ric Flair. Foley said Ric Flair wouldn't be a decent-sized pimple on Funk's Funk's ass on any given day. Real life heat between Foley and Flair. Uh, yeah, it's weird that Foley's so wrong about that, but you know, it's whatever. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's <laughs> that, when you're best friends with one and you hate the other. Well, I get one. it, but you know. Yeah. But it's that funny part. Once again, you bring up the the competition. Um. Where we at? I don't They're, mind bringing up the competition. It's not like they said WWF. He's just yeah. talking about McFoley. You know, why? Why? Why pretend you don't know him? Oh yeah, I know. It's well known that your guys are good buddies. You don't do what Gene did. Yeah, I mean, WWF sabotage by Mike. Yeah, don't do that. that. Fucking WWF. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Funk goes about how Flair won't lift up WCW because Flair's pity. Uh, he's like, "Why don't you? Uh, have you seen your son lately, Rick?" <clears throat> David is a fool. If Funk was David's father, uh, he, he would take him. take him in the woodshed and whoop him. Yeah, make him, advocate child abuse. It's make awesome. A, make him learn respect. Funk tells Flair to leave. Uh, Funk and Arn will take care of the NWO. Um, oh, there. Oh, and then Flair responds with, "If Foley Whoa. thinks that he's a pimple." Uh, Foley hasn't watched a TV in 27 years. Uh, Flair has more titles than Funk has a chicken on his chicken ranch, and this is when Funk loses it. Or why you, do you don't call tell him? a Texan he's got a chicken ranch. You don't fucking do that. What do you say? Well, that's all I'm going to do now, Terry you Funk. You might as well call his mother a flea-bitten whore. And say you uh, opposed the death penalty. Yeah, like you Jesus. don't... You don't call a Texan a chicken farmer. Well, then he goes, then Funk goes, well, you know what? I mean, I might have to beat the shit out of you. Funk heads the ring. Flair makes fun of Funk's shirt because Funk's shirt says he's a living legend. Uh, then Funk and uh, Flair begin to brawl. They fight on the outside until they're, they are uh, broken up by security. Then we cut straight. This to, went really long. It oh, did. Oh, my God. It's it, almost like they knew they had to just kill a lot of time. So. Ramble. Just ramble. What do you guys think of it? Uh, Besides it going way it too long. Way long. It's, um, they I'm, didn't I'm need torn. to looking at the first segment of Raw, but, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm torn. Because it's like, no, I think they were rambling to kill time because they didn't have enough shit for two hours. Like that roster has been depleted. Oof. And it's like, all right, we got to fill time somehow. Um, their stuff in 89 
is some of my favorite stuff I've ever seen. The Shaitan Rumble stuff. Uh, before, after that, after the steamboat, uh, it's uh, he breaks his. Le- well, it's already comes he, out at the end. Yeah, he, he breaks the, his he head, and then they have the Great American Bash match and the the Clash of the Champions match, and it's really great stuff. It's two thousand though. Yeah, uh, it's this, um, ain't, this ain't that. But this also shows you that um, the mindset has changed now that Russo's gone, and we're going straight back to legends because. You've got this match, which does happen at Super Brawl. It's Flair versus Funk. But they're also setting up Luger and Hogan. So all those young guys are just back down to the mid card because. Hmm. And it's it's not just the new Booker's ideas. It's also coming from corporate. Like, we're losing steam and he cost us a lot of ratings. I want Hogan. I want Flair. I want Sting now. Which is funny because he actually didn't do that. He actually... um... He plateaued your ratings, but they didn't go down. Yeah. That was just true, but they're looking at what they lost the last year. Man, it sucks watching uh, 2021 WWE and 2000 WCW. really sucks. Right? There's so many similarities. (laughs) Without question, dude. It's like, well, okay. Lessons were not learned. Yeah, cool. Let's bring back The Rock at Austin again, because... Sure. Why not? Uh, we see Jeff Jarrett back. Finishing returns. We see Jeff Jarrett back, and he says, "I think I found Sid's two partners." <laughs> that okay? That made sense. Hundred percent. Thing. We go to Mean Gene as he's talking about uh, what has happened between Flair and Gene. Sid shows up, and he Sid just says that the NWO is going to go straight to hell. Uh, okay. Then we go backstage with Miss Hancock as. L- uh, Lane and uh, Idol. Idol show up. She wants to know why aren't they in their suits? And they said, "Well, they're not standard in practices." She is. And they said that this is the second worst gimmick they've had to do <laughs> since being here. <laughs> That's funny. But they're no longer with her. That was quick. <laughs> it's a back room move on their part. She's going, I, it, it's, She's going it's, places. They uh, not so much. I, is that why? Do you think they, it's that it's the sex appeal from her? But it's just all of a sudden like they're with her for two weeks and then th- week three. All right, we're done with them. Uh, let's do something new. And what do you do with them? Yeah, like it's she's not going to manage them theoretically. She's the star. Yeah. So let's just not have them around her. Yeah. Um, I like. <laughs> uh, he says it both nights, but here it's rather quickly. So I'll mention it here. I did love. Uh, Idol going in. Yeah, they've been saying my name wrong for two years. Right. Like, you don't even know my name. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> uh, we see Liz and the toll package head to the ring. We can recap from Thunder of Luger attacking Buff's arm. I got to cut you off right here. Yes. Am I the only one? And I, I know you'll say no, or you'll say yes because you hate them. But you had Funk and Flair in the previous, uh, in the previous little bit, and Hogan's supposed to be coming back. But even more so than all three of them, all of a sudden, like just a flip of a switch, whenever I see Luger on screen, I'm like, man, this is outdated as shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, what happened? Yeah. I was enjoying him in 99, and then like 2000 just turns. We, it's like, fuck, We man. were enjoying him all the way up to about 2000 because of him trying to be that he's that, is Liz's fault. You know, he's trying to get out of every situation he type. Was an, he was a sneaky, inconsiderate ass, and now he's just trying to be, well... He'll I can kind of answer that for you. So in the last uh, three weeks, they've lost four very young, up-and-coming superstars. More and in the last six months, they 
you know, in, you know, in some form, they've lost uh, Hogan, Flair, Nash, Sting, and Goldberg. So Luger is your biggest leftover star. And Hart. Luger shouldn't, and Hart. Luger should not be carrying a company ever. That's true. So when he is, like, the big name, like, dude, not good. <laughs> not not good. Just ask Vince in 93. Right? That might be why. Yeah, because I'm with you, Corey, that the fact of Luger on screen now is just like, I'm kind of done with him. Done. I'm done with it. It just feels more old time and out of date than yeah. like even fucking Flair. It's ridiculous. It's like, God damn, what are you doing? Well, what we're doing is our next match as it's the total package versus Brian Nobbs. <sighs> Jesus Christ. 1993 called. That didn't happen in 93. He was still part of the tag team and then fucking knobs. 92, 94. My God, this is terrible. It just shouldn't happen. With Fit Finley as the special guest referee. That's a good use of Finley. Uh, Nobbs goes to the second turnbuckle, but Finley stops him and Liz hits him with the bat. Finley slaps Nobbs in the head and walks away. Package puts Nobbs' hand in the chair and stomps on it for a while. Package looks into the camera, says that he's the Cal Ripken of WCW and no one compares to him. Even you, Hulk Hogan. I guess that, that's actually kind of fitting because I was tired of looking at Cal Ripken too when he finally sat out. There it is. <laughs> and then nobody wants to admit that, but it's true. I mean, he cost the team a lot of fucking wins. But hey, he's the Iron Man. That's cool. We go backstage as the demon's coffin opens up, and here comes one Which Norman. Cal Ripken or Lou Gehrig. <laughs> that's a lot of that, that's a lot of ego to think that uh, sometime in September of '98 was the very first time the team had a better chance to win than with you on the field. That's a lot of ego. It's not good, Bob. <laughs> not good, Bob. Uh, Demon's coffin open and Norman Smiley comes out dressed like the demon. Oh, God. Uh, I like to call him the screaming demon. Screaming demon. I like demon Norman Smiley. But then, <laughs> talk about uh, beginning a of... A hole in one. Oh, sorry. Talk about a hole in one. No, talk about a debut. Demon, you debut with Kiss a month ago. August. 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 I don't know why you keep saying a month ago. I don't know. I, don't, I just keep thinking, because I think of the New it, Year's it, Eve party. It literally but cost Bishop his job. I keep thinking the New Year's Eve party that they wanted to do. Yeah. And so, August debut, don't show up to January. You lose the funk on your first match. On Thunder. On Thunder. And you're not the same guy. Yeah, you're, you're not, not the same guy. guy. <laughs> and you're, your first, basically, Which, your first segment that's not... The other guy saying something on as dressed up as you. It's you talking to the police saying, my gear's been stolen. That's what a demon would do. It was the help of the police. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. That's a sound Instead of, you know, the, the painted guy that dressed looks like Gene Simmons. Well, my, my gear, my cape was stolen. Well, my chains were stolen. Well, fairness, uh, Gene Simmons would call the police a bitch. So. That's true. He probably did call the police a bitch. Like, hey. We said, guy, that, we said that guy, he's not the black guy. Yeah, this oh. guy is using my likeness. And I'm, sure he, like I'm sure there was a call to headquarters that night. Yeah, Gene Simmons, well-known little bitch. Nope. So our next match is Demon he's Screaming. He's the Devin of Kiss, is what we're saying. Demon Screaming Norman Smiley versus Shane Helms. Smiley comes out. What a waste of Shane Helms. To the uh, three count, uh, not three count, the Demon Lights and Pyro. So he's now the Demon. Uh, three count attacks. Smiley Helm hits a huge frog splash to start the match. Uh, during this match, Tony brings up they have a huge announcement. Uh, Hulk Hogan called during the break and he's like, "I'm showing up for Thunder." That's how. Uh, by the way, remember how that? Um, remember that sold out buy rate? 
that was 0. 0.2 or 0. Yep. 0. 0.25. 0.25, yeah. That's why Hogan's coming back now and yep. Flair's on TV now. Yep. And that's why all it, and they've been saying Sting's name. Yeah. Yep. They panicked. Smiling. I mean, now you panic? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, you know. All right. right. So yeah, Hogan's back on Thunder. Smiley does a spinning standing power slam. He hits a... Uh, I love that move. I wish Cesaro would do that move. Yeah. yeah it he, fits him so does. perfectly. Well, he, he does the next move. He, does, oh the, he does Cesaro's next move as he does the big swing. I almost threw up. Because, like, <laughs> legitimately, I was like, oh, Cesaro did that move. And then, Fuck, there's the goddamn spin. I almost move. fucking threw up in my mouth. <laughs> the very next. The dumbest goddamn move <laughs> in the history of fucking wrestling. Uh, Smiley wins with the Norman Conquest, but then the demon. No. No, the giant swing. No, the giant swing is dumber. Uh, De- the uh, demon runs out and chases Smiley through the crowd. Oh, we didn't lose to a giant swing. What a waste. Of everybody in this fucking match. Uh, uh, no, what a, <laughs> yeah, well, what a waste of Shane Helms. Uh, He's been there like three weeks. He's right. already like probably the third best worker in the company. Uh, and that's including... Behind Tank Abbott, of course. <laughs> yeah, right. And Headbanger Mosh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> look, and, 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 which is that's incredible tough. considering if you look at him, he's obviously malnourished. I, he must have been working in Memphis right before he came to WCW. And it's weird because his partner, uh, you know, uh, Shannon Moore is... Mm, more malnourished. You know, on that crack diet. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> When Heaven Courageous looks like Luder standing next right. to you two, there's a problem. Also, like in this tag team, it just like Shane Helms looks like he's seven nine. Dude, right? he's so much bigger than he's yeah. like he's like six one. He looks maybe. like seven nine, but like one twenty five. <laughs> he's like minute bull. <laughs> it's it's it, it it is crazy, but it's like that old you know the old Vince trope. Just Tallest guy be. has to stand him back, but yep. like WCW don't do that yet. It's like. <laughs> Shannon Moore and Evan Craig just looking up like, "Are you, are you Undertaker?" <laughs> uh, we go mean. We go backstage with Mean Gene. With he's with Disco, uh, Disco DDP and Kimberly. Kim says that the relationship has been stronger than ever. Disco and then Mama Luke show up, and it looks like he pinched Kimberly on Disco pinched Kimberly on the ass. So the one dude did it. Vito, Vito, Vito. did. Yeah, I think Vito pinched her ass, but Disco kind of laughed about it. Yeah. So uh, DDP takes offense, and they begin to brawl with Disco. And I love the fact that the other Mama Lukes are standing behind the wall, not doing shit. So they brawl all the way to that spot where they're standing, and that's when they cut to. <laughs> they well, leave. It's like they're just standing there, you know. Uh, DDP's music hit. Uh, then we come back from commercial. DDP's music hits, and we see Disco and DDP uh, brawling. They fight near the DJ booth. They fight through the crowd. We get a match. Uh, DDP hits the diamond cutter. Uh, Mom Luke's come out, but D- DDP he sounded shocked by that. <laughs> it's kind of what he does. Oh yeah. Uh, DDP and Kimberly oh. leave after hmm. the Mom Luke's. Uh, Run out, however, DDP digits Kimberly runs to the crowd as she stays put. And then I'm gonna bring this up now because they they say it again on Thunder, but they keep saying that he, um, the DDP keeps hitting variants on the diamond cutter. I'm like, no, he doesn't, he just hits it from a different angle. angle. It's not a variant, it's the same move, Mike Tanay, you numb nuts. Uh, we see uh, forever because I gotta be honest. Like when I grew up, because I grew up watching this stuff, I learned the meaning of variant wrong listening to this <laughs> yeah, horse shit. Yeah. 
It's not what variant is, you dumbass. We get uh we see an NWO Sid and Funk headed to the ring. We get another uh another Dustin Rhodes don't try us at home promo. Or do. Whatever. Or do. Up to you. Uh, our main event, our seventh match of the night, is the NWO, Jeff Jarrett and the Harris Brothers versus Sid, Terry Funk, and Flair. However, NWO attacks Sid and, and Funk. There's no Flair. It's an all-out brawl between the five guys. The Harris Brothers do twin magic during the match. Um, Funk takes forever, and I mean forever, to do the hot tag for Sid. Um... You remember how we said earlier that Sid, I mean, uh, Funk and Flair stretched time? That's how I felt when Funk was trying to do the hot tag, just stretching for time. Uh, well, he was in a way because they had to reach the end of the show. And even though he's, I mean, Funk shouldn't be in there that long, but uh, let's just call it what it is. Sid's only good for a hot tag and then an immediate finish. You yep. can't you can't have him in there for longer than three minutes. Like I mean, or else it just all goes to shit. Yeah. So Funk has to do everything until then, and then when the proper time cue comes, okay, then we can tag Sid in yep. and start the end of the show. But until then, you're stuck. <laughs> he he's stuck in days and confused. Like oh, I'm trying to reach, right? but I'm stuck. And then I do it. Uh, as he does it, then Flair runs down and begins to brawl with Terry Funk. Sid powerbombs one Harris Brothers and chokeslams the other. However, Jarrett ro- runs in and hits Sid with the guitar and covers him for the win. So, Jarrett already has one up, Sid. We have Funk and Flair brawling all over to end the show. And then I hung, then I stopped the show and I went. That was an hour and a half of shit. Mm-hmm. I I it's it's not once in my eyes that's not it's not one of the worst episodes of Nitro I've seen, but it's down there for me. Yeah, no, it doesn't come close to that one that was like a month ago. Yeah, that was like whoa. But I I was just watching this and I was just like. To me, this is how I would say with current day product, by not current day, I mean years ago, Corey. Yeah. This, to me, felt like an, a TNA show. When it first started that, they do random matches. You're here with this guy tonight. You're here with this guy next week. But there's no storyline. You know what I mean? That's how I felt this night was for Nitro. I will only defend that by saying there has never been an episode of Impact where this little happened. <laughs> like... Like it or not, more well, no, shit happens. No, I know, but like, I'm just saying how the matches went. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we have one cruiserweight, one X division match, one a like we one cruiserweight tournament match. We have a tag match we've seen twenty times, and another one on the midweek war stories. We have Funk and Flair feuding out of nowhere <laughs> because Arn joined the other team. You know, uh, it, it just. To me, I thought it's, this was a shitty show. It was. It wasn't good. It was... They are snake-bitten to uh, a royal extreme right now. They decided in December to go with Hart and Goldberg. Both get injured. So they decided to pivot to um, Jared. He gets injured. They decided to pivot to Nash and Sid. Nash gets injured. Uh, anywhere you look, anything they've tried to do in the main event since fucking December, almost immediately something happens to kill it. I blame the NWO elite. <laughs> yeah, the NWO elite. Half gone. 
So now you're looking at Jesus Christ. I guess we're going to do Sid and Jarrett now. And let's pray to God one of them doesn't get hurt in the next two weeks. Because, fuck, we got nothing else. This is riveting. And, uh, God damn, they're just, they're fucked, man. More entertaining than Nitro. You know what's crazy? Yeah. Is I'm longing for the three-hour Russo Nitros. <laughs> at least weird, shit happened. What a weird chain of events. Um, like, nothing happened. There, you, we've talked about on on the, on WJF. Every week, they do a process of progress for their stories. So then I'm guessing you guys are going to uh, be looking forward to April 10th. What is April 10th? No. No, I'm not. What's April 10th? April 10th is the famous reboot of WCW. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep, okay. yep, yep. Okay. That the, I know. The infamous reboot. I know that. I know I know of it. I didn't know what day it was. So let's move on to Monday Night Raw in Pittsburgh, PA for this. Commentary, JR and King like normal. Instead of doing a 20-minute promo, we go to our first match tonight for the Tag Team Championships. The New Age Outlaws, which I still don't get why they could do their, do their normal shtick. Even though when they're supposed to be the, the heels, oh, it's the over. New Age right. it's over. Yeah, it's over because it's the only part of their act that's still over. Yeah. However, after they do their intro, we do go to Al Snow and Blackman as Blackman's telling Snow to be serious. Snow pulls out a raincoat and an umbrella and tells him, "You know, it's time for the snowstorm." That's right. <laughs> and then Blackman just has enough. Runs Ray. Walks away, headed to the ring, and Snow pulls out a thong and says, what about snowballs? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Which Lawler loved. <laughs> I think it's entertaining. It's ridiculous in a way that on one channel you have, like, no tag teams, and the two that you've thrown together are not very entertaining. No. And, and on, this, on this show, you have legitimate great tag teams, but... Instead, we're going to focus on this thrown together shit because there's like 10 second promos in the back that are kind of humorous. Yep. But nothing, but that, that's the highlight of it because nothing special at all about them once they get outside the, once they come through the curtain, there's nothing What's about that them. bell rings. Yeah. Not even that. As soon as the music hits, there's, this team is predicated on nothing but those 10 second promos in the back. Checks out. Checks out. And then nothing. There it's was, amazing. That 10 works. seconds were better than the first half of Nitro. You're not wrong. I wouldn't say that. Okay, the whole Nitro. I think you guys are, <laughs> there it is. I think you guys are completely overselling Al Snow and Steve Blackman. First of all, sir, that's head cheese, and head how dare you? Well, you can call them what you want. But that's I mean, Hall of Fame right there. They're not that entertaining. It's uh, We're going to agree okay, 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 okay. <laughs> so I'll, I'll say yes. They're, they're entertaining for those 10 seconds. But when they get to the match, you know, when we do in-ring, the important when stuff? the bell rings, meh. But they were better than Nitro this week. But Al goes down the road. I'm not arguing that. I mean, I, Nitro I sucked, but these guys, you guys are ridiculous, man. <laughs> Snowballs. We go, Al comes down the ring. However, we cut straight to the right side where the crowd is, and there's four empty seats, but they're not empty anymore as Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, Saturn, and Dean Malenko. That's freaking radical that you could have this kind of radical interference on this radical night on Radical Raw. Thanks, Jer. I mean, could he fucking have oh my God. It home anymore? Jesus Christ. That was a radical I statement. I think they're going to be called the Radicals. <laughs> Fuck. They're not, they don't work here, but we have a gimmick for them. God so, damn. <laughs> so, boys, 
As Corey just said, you know, a little bit ago, there were Dosdowie's talent. It's just dim- diminished. Diminished. Yeah. We go to WF, and four more people are walking into the door. Um, JR, you know, JR. Crowd, hold on, hold on. Crowd fucking popped, dude. Oh, yeah. Crowd was fucking into that. To me, this is like, this is probably the first time, but what they do now in current day of show up at ringside, camera put hands onto them, and then I like it. Goes it. I liked it because it was, it was different how at the time. Gonna, how else are you going to debut them? People, glad, people know the story. Yeah. I'm so, glad they just have them like interfere in a yeah, match. Yeah, I thought it'd be lame. Like, but this, I also didn't know they debuted on Raw. I thought they debuted on SmackDown. I didn't know they debuted on Raw. No, yeah, they debuted on on Raw. No, no, I, I, no, I like what they did here. But it just that's what the common thing they do now, like NXT, at a pay per view when they do the new hires. You know, they pan in the ring. You know, it's Ricochet, it's Drew McIntyre, that stuff. But that's what they kind of started here with that way of they all show up at ringside. Al greets them. JR's losing it. These guys are not he's, signed under contracts. Radically, these radicals are not on <laughs> signed under contracts, and it's just like that's a radical shirt Saturn has on. Like, why are we even showing I have radical these? hemorrhoids? <laughs> Probably. Uh, Billy, I gr- radically beat my wife last night. <laughs> Billy Gorilla <laughs> press slams Al and like tosses him up. I honestly thought he was getting the roof. He got really high up. Uh, Road Dog jumps over Al and low blows him. But blocking the ref from that site, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Road Dog gets thrown into the barrier where the radicals radicals are sitting, are sitting. and they're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" They're whoa. backing out, and they radically moved back. They did, they did, and then uh, and then he gets Road kicked Dog. in. Radical Road Dog flips in by himself, <laughs> but like it's because Al drop kicks him. That's a D O. That's R O A D D O double Q A N O N. However, once they shove Road Dog back in, he's kind of radical. Once he they shove Road Dog back in the ring, he looks at them like, "Hey, what the hell?" Road Dog threw the first punch. They did. Uh, Yes, very important. At the Mexican, uh, weird. And then, (laughs) Ivy, Ivy, and then. So, anyone else? um, (laughs) I guess he's radically talking about these guys that are sitting there. (laughs) Jr. Because Lawler's like, ah, we don't want them here. Get them out of here. And JR's like, I don't know. I radically disagree. I think these guys would be fine. Up- ben Wall's a fine upstanding man. And I was like, ah. No. On, on this aspect, <laughs> I was like, he has a really high character. I'm like, oh. When they, when they, does he now? When they introduced the radical Ben Wall, radical Saturn, all that stuff. And it's just like, they're high praising them. I'm like. We're not that far away from that situation. Uh, however, all all the four guys attack Road Dog as Alison is just watching. Uh, Saturn hits a suplex on Billy. Eddie hits a frog splash onto Billy. Dean hits a uh, suplex on uh, Road Dog, and Benoit hits a flying headbutt. The crowd is going oh yeah ape shit. Yes, yeah, this was um impactful. I would say. Oh, how would you feel? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was it was radically impactful. Radically, how, how would you feel? If radically let's, changed. Let's, the let's put the this show. to a different team. Let's 
let's say that you're like a hardcore Red Sox fan in like 2004, right? Yep. And you're at Fenway Park watching them. And then all of a sudden, four of the Yankees show up in Red Sox uniforms out of nowhere. <laughs> and you're like, holy fuck, our team, this is unbeatable. Well, hold on. That's kind of close. I think a better would be like, you're a Red Sox fan, you're at the stadium, and like the four best Royals show up. Because it's a team that doesn't matter, but they have four really good players. They show up. Yeah, okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> the Royals. But we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll put A-Rod in there for him. Uh, I wish that's the one I wish Boston would have got. I mean, But here's, here's my fun fact about this. So they attack both members of the Outlaws. They have no contracts, but no security comes out of nowhere to break them up, and they walk up the ramp. Hey, they're radical. Hey, at least all are probably... Why are they going up the ramp? They don't work here. I love yeah. that. I like that. Gerald, it's a radical thing they're doing. <laughs> Lala was on here. It was really good. Yeah. Damn radicals. Because it wasn't like um, when he would shit on the ECW guys. Well, it no, wasn't that. honestly meant For that. For sure. But he was just like, we don't, we don't need them. What are we doing here? Yeah. From Turnerland. Go back where you came from. Like, it was very much just like, a, we don't need them. We're WWF. They're not, they don't belong here. It wasn't like extreme crappy wrestling over. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> them radicals. Then we cut backstage to Cactus Jack as he's asking. He first thanks them for uh, accepting his invitation. See, it's all wrapped together. It makes there it sense. Is. It's, it's not hard. Uh, they make fun of. Uh, said, he asked how it was like to see fans out in the arena. I didn't see any empty cra- empty seats. <laughs> yeah, Dean was like, "Yeah, no, we didn't." He was fully was like, "Yeah, we don't give these away here." Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it was it, uh, it was no longer fun over there. That's an understatement. I mean. Uh, they had fun out there, so uh, all that fun stuff. Then we go to uh, Kurt Angle as he's going to cut a promo, as he's being booed, and he doesn't know why he's from Pittsburgh. But I love the fact he does the, finally, Kurt Angle has come back to Pittsburgh. Crowd did not like that. Either. I, did. I didn't like him doing it. I don't know how I felt about this match happening. I was... I kind of was like, man, that's too soon. I didn't like the fact that it didn't happen directly after this promo. Because in Corey's, like, proven, once again, theory of diminishing returns, when that music hits second time, crowd's like, well, we've already yeah, seen you come out. So we already popped I, the cherry. I don't need you. I don't care about Angle's music now. So I'm like, well, what the fuck, man? Yep. As uh, Kurt Angle says that he's still undefeated. He was choked out at the rumble, but that was a legal move. But he says tonight that the uh, he says tonight the Rock is going to be taking on Kurt Angle. He says that uh, that the People's Champion is no match to an Olympic champion. Angle makes fun of Mario Lemieux, saying that the and the Pittsburgh Penguins. I believe they just lost, like he retired or something. I want to recall he got crazy hurt. I believe I think he had to practice like concussions. I can't remember because it's he hockey did. and nobody gives a flying and he, shit. About um, there it is. He retired. And then bought the team like six years later and came back. It was yeah. weird, but yeah, no, he like retired as a concussions and like he was like this like crazy like um, high player. They never won when he was there, like as a, just as a basic player. Mm. But yeah, weird. yeah. So uh, commentary brings up our uh, matches for the night, guys. What do you think of this? Kurt Angle versus The Rock. It's a big deal. Too soon. Triple H versus Kane. Why? Chris Jericho versus X-Pac. I have a problem with Triple H and Kane. Yeah? That makes sense. 
Why would you purposely fuck the guy over, make him a monster, mind you? Yep. Make him so fucking mad he wants to murder you and then willingly give him a world title match because you and your wife make the rules around here. Yeah. It didn't make sense. Checks out. I had a problem with it. Well, then uh, we had Jericho and X-Pac and then a Snow Bunny match. Uh, so for, for sure out on the last part of it. Um, I, I don't understand the Jericho X-Pac thing. The kids clearly don't like each other. And they don't work well to, in the ring. Why are we still just like forcing this match? That's like, a good there are other, like, Xbox good, Jericho's good in the ring. There are other people in the company who are good in the ring. They don't have to wrestle each other. I think it's just the fact that they want to push Xbox with the Tory turn and Jericho's too over not to be on TV. So I guess we're going to show them together. I guess, man. I thought they should have put him against Mosh or. Uh... Crash Holly. Crash Holly. <laughs> two of those big main event stars. Hey, you got to earn those matches, buddy. Uh, commentary you also bring just walk in and get a mosh match, right? Jeez, <laughs> you gotta earn that. Uh, commentary brings up that they have Super Bowl commercials that they. Uh, oh, remember how epic the first Super Bowl commercial was? Yep. Let's do These three. These all suck ass. These are terrible, and they get progressively worse. So we're gonna do three right? because the uh, NFL said no to them. Because no, 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 no just the last the one. last one. Oh, they which, showed the first two, which oh. they were the proudest of and thought was the best. Uh, horrifyingly, because like, the first one I was like, oh, that was terrible. By the end, I was like, best it was better than the other two. Holy fuck, these are bad. How <laughs> did they hit such a home run the year before? And then this is what they. What come was up the one with? year before? It was just like no, they were all walking walk through Titan Towers, to like uh, Austin's like. People think it's an aggressive form of entertainment. And there's like CEOs hitting each other with chairs in the background. <laughs> and then Sable's like, we never use sex to enhance our product while Val Venus is fucking a worker behind her. <laughs> and like Triple H and China reading a newspaper in the lobby and like chaos Man- is happening. And The Rock says something. and Ma- Mankind sitting there saying, uh, we're just a peaceful place trying to make the world better for all mankind. As, as Kane throws somebody through a plate glass thing down As the he's lobby. rocking back and forth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, like, Vince is out on the... I don't app. remember that. Really? Oh, God, no. yeah. No. Vince is at at the bottom of Time Tower as someone gets thrown in, like, a ex- giant explosion. It was legitimately one of the best commercials that year. Yeah. And then this is the fucking shit they give us Dude, the next it's year. so terrible. The first one was uh, about babies with the wrestling personas. Oh, God. You know. Not good. Not mm. good. Uh, we Can you go- smell what the rocket's kicking? Nope. So here, here's what I love. So we go backstage to the Outlaws as they're yelling at uh, Triple H about what what is he going to do with the... That seems like a you problem for it, right? But <laughs> I love the fact that Road Dog's like, what are we going to do with those Rata? Those four guys. It's like, so you're not going to say the name? Jared is, the Radical. J- Jared has said it 20 times. Triple H says, hey, man, that's a you problem. <laughs> Didn't you attack them first? Yeah, didn't you throw the first punch? That was really good. That was really good. <laughs> and then Big Show comes in. Looks a little different now. He uh, shaved that head. He has a buzz cut. He has a buzz cut. It's not a buzz cut. He's got the Buff Bagwell look. Mm. It's not a buzz cut, Ooh. dude. It's Who shaved his package? It's down and, and it's combed to the front. Like, it's... It's what Buff Bagwell has. Or the gourmet, Gomez Adams look, as who, he has a goatee now. Who shaves the bag? Probably his wife. Or Judy Bagwell. Or Judy Bagwell. Or Bagwell. Bagwell uh, shaves uh, what shows sack. Got it. What did Triple H call him? Oh, a Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury, <laughs> yeah. Like, 
What do you got here, Freddie Mercury? Jesus. Uh, show says you want to... Is he saying the show has AIDS? Yeah. <laughs> he uh, says... Uh, show says uh, you told me to bring an eyewitness. I did. The security guy, Jim Dotson. I'd like to watch a Jim? Jim? This fucking guy? You brought Jim? Yeah. He's like, you know, I don't like this. You brought the guy who steals my hat every week? You, you <laughs> brought Jim? He's like, no offense, but you brought him? I was like, isn't that dude been there for 30 years? Why are you shutting down Jim? Dude, you're going to need video proof or something. Yeah, you need I video can't proof. Take Jim's word for it. <laughs> and, then, I, and I love this. So then Big Show leaves, and Road Dog's like, that's a you problem. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I just felt like they didn't tell Jim this was going to happen. They just drug his ass in the office. He's like, and roasted him. What the fuck <laughs> did I do? I keep y'all safe. You some bitch. That's a you problem. Let's go to our next match. As it's Chris- oh, no, you're burying Lily here. Let's take oh. a minute. Okay. Okay. What do we think of Big Show's new look? It's fucking terrible. He's trying anything in, in his power to disguise the fact that he is not working out anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> aim, look up. <laughs> Wearing the shirt, uh, the haircut. I was like, oh, at first, I, I'm opposed to any wrestler getting a haircut, first of all. Uh, so I was like, why? Purposefully, why? Mm. It's not a good haircut. It's bad. Yeah, no. He, I, well, he's got a history of terrible haircuts. Did he? Do we know why he cut it? Just um, the reason why? Because long hair into the Gomez Freddie Mercury uh, look. Yeah, no, just uh, one. It, it caught everybody off guard. And uh, <laughs> and then, did he dye the goatee and mustache blacker? Because like probably because I looked at like uh, you know they showed the highlights from uh, from SmackDown and I'm like he has like brownish gray. It- it was probably dyed along with the hair when he got when he, when it got done. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't like the other one. Yeah, it ain't a good look. Uh, let's go to our next match. Is, yeah, mm-hmm. as it's Chris Christian with Edge versus Devon. It's Chris Christian. Chris Christian. Chris Christensen. Cage. It's an unfortunate name. Versus Devon with Bubba. Jr. says uh, Terry is fine because you know Edge and Christian are fighting the Hardys battle. Uh. I love the fact that JR is pissed off at the Dudleys for putting their hands on a woman. Those there damn was, Dudleys. Those damn Dudleys. They're awful radical. That's the other there, guys. Those radically damn Dudleys. So the entire time the Dudleys are on screen, it's those damn Dudleys. And JR's like, or Lawler's like, you want to calm the fuck down? No, I can't. We're going to hear you beat your They're ass. I'm going to beat your ass and I ain't going to help you. That's a radical thing for them to do, them damn Dudleys. Uh, Devon chucks Christian into the ring post. From the uh, underneath the bottom turnbuckle, uh, Bubba distracts the ref. Edge gets in the ring and sidekicks Bubba, and Christian hits his reverse DDT for the win. Isn't Edge's? Uh, does he have like padding still in his mouth? Yep. Yes, yeah, so, like, right, his, his face mouth was is swollen. Fuck, dude. Oh. Yeah, they bring that up, or as we brought up last week, that uh, they said that his front two teeth were loosened uh, they lied. in a very yeah. extreme way. Yeah. They, they lied. They were knocked out, and he had to get replacements. <laughs> I, I, I liked I, I the. I like the fact that the Dullies attacked Edge and Christian, but like the way they safely attacked Edge yeah. by Edge throwing himself over the top rope with Bubba. Did you notice that? <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. That's a, that's a nitro move right there. Like, <laughs> Edge comes in and careens off Bubba's shoulder and just propels himself over the top rope. I, I saw Bubba grab Edge's jacket for like, an inch, a split second, and then you see, ah! like, oh my god, Edge threw himself out. I asked one way to take care of him. Yep. He ain't gonna get hurt that way. Yep. Hey, Edge, you wanna do a spot? Oh, can I do it myself? Okay, make yeah. it look good, guys. 
Uh, Dolly set up a table and placed Christian on it, but uh, the Hardys run down. Matt DDT's Devon through the table from the second turnbuckle. That looked bananas. Oh my yeah. god. Then Edge and Christian set up a table on the outside and placed Bubba on it, and Jeff Swan Tom off the top turnbuckle. Threw the table onto Bubba. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking a DDT through a table. No, off the rope. Swanton no. or DDT? Swanton. Oh, Swanton. fucking day long. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. A DDT through a table? Nope. Nah. No. We good, fam. <laughs> and this is when this is when JR announces, by the way, there's four guys from WCW. They're called the Radicals. <laughs> no doubt. No, no doubt. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't know. You didn't say. Color me surprised. Wait a minute. What's that name? The Radicals. Radicals. Okay. I'm sure. Uh, wait, Joe. They're the new radicals. They're the, they're the new new radicals. <laughs> We're going to see no empty seats. Go get. Okay. We go backstage uh, and we see the Edge and Christian, the Hardys, celebrating and uh, talking with those radicals. But then the Mean Street Posse shows up and says, hey, <laughs> if any of you four get in our way, we'll kick your ass. <laughs> well, how many members of radicals? Four. How many members of the Mean Street? Three. You know yeah. where that goes. Who's okay? So who's Riven? Who who's Riven? This is the second show in a row. Probably Shane. Where the posse gets their ass kicked by the new person in the arena. Yep. Like, this, that's got to be a rib. Someone's like, you know what? Last week Taz. This posse. week the radicals. Because it was radical then. Let's go to our next. Taz beat them three on one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go to our next match as, as it's going to be too cool versus the big show in a handicap match. Well, sucks to be you too cool. Sucks to be too cool. Uh, Rikishi isn't here because he has a severe sprained ankle, which we thought. Remember that rock bottom? Yeah, the rock bottom from uh, last week's SmackDown. Yeah. Do you see that? Remember that? He, he landed weird. Yeah, I I noticed it like when it happened. I was like, that looked hmm, funky. Like, Something was off. Uh, I don't know. Cause like the rock bottom isn't like a crazy, like hard move to take. So I don't know what happened. He, Rikishi's usually like he's good. He might he's have good twisted with... his ankle as he was trying to jump up. That's why it looked weird. Because he looked like he got up high. Yeah, enough. yeah. But instead of kicking his legs out and going back, he just stayed like this and then came down like that. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, too cool. Gets some moves in. Uh, Sky too hot. hits the worm. However, Big Show choke slams Scotty. But once again, a Big Show has to show that strength of his. He lifts Scotty up in the air and just walks around with one arm. I mean, I know it's not fucking Rikishi, but that's still like that's damn. still that's no way to treat a firefighter. He might become a zombie after this. Or a zombie. Yeah, a zombie firefighter. Uh, walks around with him in the air, choke slams him. Then he power bombs Scott, uh, Grandmaster Sexay. Uh, yeah, could he never do a powerbomb? It looked terrible. That was a real bad powerbomb. Because it's one of the he does the powerbomb that he falls with them. And so, like, like, like what, like, a normal one would be, like, Sid or Nash does, he falls with them. Yeah, it's real bad. But then he goes back to Sky Too Hot, he pins him because he hit him with the choke slam. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know. Like, Scotty's dead from the choke slam. For like 20 seconds. Because then he hits the powerbomb and he's like, oh yeah, I should pin the guy that I use my finisher with. God damn it. <laughs> we go backstage and it's first The Rock just standing there, posing with his... And he wants to congratulate uh, the show, uh, Big Show, for his win. And uh, But then he goes, by the way, somebody got a haircut. <laughs> yeah, I felt like... 
this happened all day to the big show, and oh, they yeah. just put a lot of it on camera at the end yes. of the night. Yeah, uh, big uh, Rock says Big Show is no longer a seven foot two long hair piece of monkey crap. He's now a seven foot two short hair piece <laughs> of monkey crap. Uh, Rock is tired. Of big Show bitching, complaining uh, about the rumble. Uh, Rock turns his attention to Angle and says Angle has never beat him. Um, and tonight he's going to, oh, he's never been beat, but tonight he's going to, Rock's going to beat Angle. So our next match is Kurt Angle versus The Rock. Uh, we get a back and forth match here. Uh, they fight near the announce table. Angle grabs the mic and asks why they boo someone who's from here. He was born three blocks away. Rock gets up, punches Angle, grabs the mic and yells, it doesn't matter where you're born from. <laughs> and then JR says the weirdest fucking thing. He doesn't care where the rock, where Kurt Angle was born. He might not even care if the, Kurt Angle was born. Uh, okay, JR. And I was like, "What?" That's radical of him to say. Uh, it was so weird that I remember. I, it st- that I was felt like, like it was fed. Like you need to say this. And he's probably like, "Uh, okay." I, <laughs> I wouldn't ever say that in my life, but <laughs> yeah. sure, I'll do the Rock's promo now. <laughs> oh, you didn't know. Ah. <laughs> uh, Rock, uh, Kurt Angle tries to leave, but uh, Taz runs down and throws him back in the ring. The Rock um, hits the rock bottom and then hits the people's elbow to beat Kurt Angle. So Kurt Angle's no longer undefeated. He lost via choke out on Rumble and then pin a week later, a week and a half later, a week too, later. Too soon? Like. They dodged a bullet by being clever with the Taz one. Yeah. But, I mean, you're not going to do that with The Rock. It's no. going to be a clear... Is it too soon? I don't think so. Because um, I think Angle... Uh, I think it was kind of becoming a crutch for him a little bit. So but I think they, it's good to kind of get him away from that undefeated streak. They got out of it with Taz. Like, he was no longer undefeated. But, but there was a wink and a nod on his part. But he's yeah. a heel. He's supposed to have a wink and a nod. For sure. There, it is, but it's also the fact that he's, well, I'm still undefeated because I haven't been pinned yet. How long would you want that to go? A couple of weeks. It didn't have to be forever. Just, I, uh, I also don't know how I feel about the Taz Angle thing still happening. Because they went away from it last week with the policy. Like, they didn't even reference it. And then, uh, and now it's back? I, I don't... Hey, don't worry, it loses this quickly. <laughs> it, was, it was gone last week, here next week. Eh, probably gone next week. Fair. I'm... I'm, I, Angle moves on. I'm slightly okay with Angle losing now, so they can get it over. Well, with. I don't mind him losing. I still think it was truly to do the Rock match because yeah. I think you got him well, crazy this is over. The second, this is their second match together because Blackman came down the other one and Rock stole the Kendo that was on SmackDown and hit. Yeah, but that wasn't a. That was like, how do I explain this? This one was pubbed. He comes out, cuts a promo about it. It's a big deal. That was this Triple H and Steph trying to fuck each other over because she's got yeah. the hots for him. So he puts her in with the. So he puts him in with the Rock. It's slightly different, you know what I mean? Like okay. there wasn't. It was there was nothing built up to it. It was just like, haha, we'll see how he gets out of this one. Where this is like, he's gonna come out in his hometown, cut the promo. It's one of the marquee matches of the night. You also gotta think WWE. If you're in your hometown, you're going to lose. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, How about you put over Taz again? Well, they tried to. As Taz tries to clothesline Angle on the outside, but Angle ducks, and he hits the rock. 
Angle runs off as Taz gives chase. We go backstage with the Acolytes as they're playing cards as the posse shows up and says they've been attacked by 15 guys and they need protection. I was like, shit, that happens this show too? Oh my god. So, they said they were offer them money. So, uh, Bradshaw tells them to sit down and shut up. They're playing cards. And then, Bradshaw, I have an idea. Why don't we call, we start a, pro- a protection company and we call ourselves the APA. Small A, big P, small A. Because you got to copy that NWO logo. Yeah. Acolyte Protection Agency. But here's the stupid thing. The network cuts that part off. What part? When he does the APA. No, he doesn't. Mine did. No. Mine went... He mine. draws it and hangs it on the wall. No, I didn't see that. Mine was cut. I show that. Can assure you that he does. Okay, <laughs> I, no, no, no. I know he did. Peacock. No, yep. it's not from mine. Oh, yep, mine. it did. Because here's... Here, here's <laughs> sneeze or something? Like here's, <laughs> no, you know how I... So this is how I knew mine messed up. Because it cut to China and... Uh, Jericho walking, and you can still, I could still hear Bradshaw, little, little A, big P, little A. And then it, then it went straight to that. Like, we got it. I like, I know what happens, but it's just like, what the hell? This is, you know, the cock hates you. Yeah, the cock hates me. I am so excited that we are here now. We have gotten to the APA. I cannot tell you how happy I am this happened. I'm so excited. Uh, then we, we, so, like I was saying, since I, my, my cock interrupted the APA, Jericho, China, X-Pac, Torrey are headed to the ring. Uh, we see backstage the Radicals handshaking D'Lo, Godfather, Tess, and Val Venus. I love the part where D'Lo and Eddie go, I love your move. Yeah, I like your move. Uh, we and got- more important, Saturn's like, hey. Where are the ladies? Where are the ladies? Oh, I was like, oh, I got ladies. <laughs> <laughs> we go to our next match. Is it's X-Pac with Tori versus Jericho, who comes out, or China comes out first with her bazooka. Already uh, fucking over that, by the way. Yep. Jericho comes out. He Jeez. wants to congratulate X-Pac for kissing a girl for the first time <laughs> and finding someone who's dumber than him. <laughs> Uh, Jericho's in his Van Halen outfit. I, I love it. Have to call that one out every time I see it now. Uh, jump. Where did I jump to? I don't know. Okay. Uh, fast. So pa- part of the song that I know. Okay. Uh, fast uh, action, fast pace, uh, back and forth. X Pac goes to the Bronco Buster, but Jericho uh, distracts the ref. China trips X Pac. Ruff is yelling at China. Jericho puts X-Pac in the walls of Jericho. And then Tori gets on the apron, and you can totally see him yelling at her to hit him mm-hmm. with the icy belt. And she does? Question mark? She, she hits him with the belt about as hard as Bubba hit Edge when he went flying over the rope. Jesus, man. As in to say, there may have been contact. So there might have been some contact. However, uh, X-Pac then hits the X-Factor for the win. During all this, X-Pac, uh, China's punching Tori. At least they learned how to work together. I was initially shocked because I thought it was a title match. I did too. It was a was non- like, it was a X-Pac non- won the belt? No. no. It was a non-title match. Of course not. Why can't X-Pac? I mean, yep. fucking X-Pac. Right. The Outlaws get to just 
have the title. Just to get have the tag titles. Triple H got that big old belt. X Pac, he's the one who gets pinned every week. Yep. Yep. If, if X Pac gets a title, it'll be the hardcore. <laughs> he's the Sean Spears of DX. Yeah. It's perfect 10, baby. Then we get another commercial for the. Uh, What's the Roman numeral for 10? X. X. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Illuminati. We figured it out. Jesus Christ. He's a combination of Sean Spears and Pac. Oh, my God. We get a commercial for the Super Bowl again <laughs> as it's beauty pageants having fights with each other. This was bad. Boy. Then we go backstage with the, as they're, uh, <laughs> as the acolytes, are, as Bradshaw is still discussing their APA ways, the Dolly boys show up as they're fighting, like they're talking, and then he goes, hey, don't touch them. We're protecting them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's just like... <laughs> The most like, hey guys, don't touch them. We're protecting them. <laughs> so, no, the Dudleys then say, hey, we need protection. Uh, we just got attacked. Uh, Bradshaw's like, hey, well, if you want a protection, you gotta give us money. And Bubba's like, what? The Dudleys look like a bunch of pussies. Yeah, it did. It did. Bubba's like, we don't have money, but can you write a check? And Frederick with the line of, if the check bounces, you will be bounced. <laughs> it's fair. I was like, pussifies the Dudleys. The whole point of their heel gimmick is that they are badass and will hurt you. Yep. It's not like they're chicken shits. So I was like, eh, I don't know how I feel about this. I don't remember this part. That's a weird turn. Yeah. It's weird. So let's go from a high point to a super low point. As it's the uh, Snowball <sighs> Lumberjill match. As it's going to be the cat versus a new uh, new talent for WWF. Her this was v- worse than anything on Nitro, by the way. Hervina. Um, the cat's now blonde. Mm. Harvey Whippleman in drag wrestling for the women's title in fake snow is worse than anything that happened on Nitro. I mean, yeah, I don't know about that. Um, the cat's blonde. Again. She took the wig off. Eh, whatever. whatever. Uh, are throwing snowballs. You can't be the bitch of a bitch. Yeah. Well, it's just China is now Jericho's bitch. Right. She loses her bitch. She can't be the assistant to the regional bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Jackie knocks down the cat. Her vina roars up for the win. Cole tries to toss to her, and it turns out to be oh, Har- it's the worst. It's Harvey the- Whipple. Man. Michael Cole was so bad. Hey, I know that voice. You're Harvey Whippleman. And I was like, no shit. No shit. But I mean, the way he does it, it's like, what? Why are we dragging out Harvey Whippleman for segments? <laughs> what in the fuck, dude? It'll be hilarious if Bruno wins the women's title and drag. Like, Bruno wins. N- nobody in that arena remembers Harvey Whippleman, no, except no. for Vince McMahon. But there was a motherfucker at Gorilla laughing his ass off. Jesus Christ. My, my favorite part, and this is, it's just funny, it's the women all attack Harvey in the fake snow. And Mae Young's one of them. And JR's like, Mae, you're a child. What are you doing, Mae? You're a child. And like just constantly just yelling that. And it's like, I at least JR knows the storyline for Mae Young. Good Not- God. Jeez. Good God. Mae, you're a child. Mae. Uh, we go uh, backstage with Jack with the Radicals. And they said, let's go talk to Triple H about getting you guys some contracts. Then we see WWF New York. Is this going to be a press conference on Thursday? Oh. And then I got yep. I got hives. I felt sick. And I was like, oh, fuck. I'm not ready to relive all these goddamn ads and commercials again. For a year, uh-huh. by the way. And then highlights. 
Then Weekly. <laughs> we come back from commercial, and then it's Cactus Jack and the Radicals in the Triple H's off, office saying you should sign them. And uh, Triple H says that you need to talk to them. Um, not uh, You need to talk to them. I don't know. You guys have done some stuff tonight that, you know. I have so much wrong with this. Oh, so I, I do too. We're getting into it like one after I bring this up. Stephanie brings up like they've heard what you guys done with your we old heard management. You were bad sports down south. Yeah, problem children. Like uh... Ben just says, "Hey, we just want an opportunity," and Triple A says he'll think about it. So Ben that smooth bastard, using that O word that Vince McMahon uh, orgasms over opportunity. Uh. So let's talk about this. I want to bring up point A, and okay. I don't know if this is everybody else's point or. We basically just had a blood feud between Cactus Jack and yep. Triple H. That, yep, that is yep. my point A. And then one week after the blood feud ends, he's in the oh, locker room. Blood feud hasn't ended. Oh. No. That's, that's what makes this even more egregious. Yeah, it's, we're, they're still in the middle of the blood we're, feud. We're still in the, okay, because of the SmackDown promo. Yeah. We're still in the blood feud, and Triple H, uh, Cactus is being friendly, friendly with Triple H trying to have them be... In fact, trying to make his era even stronger by signing these four studs. He's doing Mankind as Cactus Jack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, A. B, and it's a, it's a throwaway line, but it fucking bugged the shit out of me. When they first walked in, Triple H was like, who invited you? Like, motherfucker, Cactus Jack literally said earlier he invited them. Multiple times. You know how, like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know how they're here. They don't usually, like, fuck that little shit up. And it drove me fucking nuts. I didn't, and, then, I didn't, and then using the, I heard you guys were problem child. It's like, like, why? Why would you? Because it's like, if, you, if the rest of this is based off reality. Right. Then they were the ones who didn't cause any issues to right? south. I, I, <laughs> it, it, to me, it's like. Like, you, giving their druthers, they would still rather be there. Yeah. To be honest. It's. I, I hated it. I just hated the fact that... I hated everything it, about I, this. I hated the it's fact that good. it was Cactus Jack. I, it's his idea to be the invitation, you know, bring the invitation, but then it's him kissing ass mid-blood feud to get four guys hired. You know, it's just like, I don't get that. I don't like it. You're not helping Cactus Jack. No. You're not helping your main event feud. And you're not helping the four guys you just signed. Like, it makes sense him bringing them in, but not going to in the like a good faith way, right? It like, makes sense like, hey, I got some help now. Fuck your DX. You know how you could have made this better? You could have made this the uh, opportunity where even if it's just for this week, just to piss off Triple H and Steph, Foley goes to Shane and gets these guys their job. Mm-hmm. And Shane's the, oh, I, I hired him. And... Then he can just leave again or if you need him even to. Even better, because he's off TV, Linda. Yeah. You could have easily done that, and it would have made so much more sense. Yep. But. Like, do you, think he, do you think the promo would have been better if he went up to them and was like, hey, you should sign these guys? And he goes, but it, no, hang on. But he goes, Triple H does this stick. I don't know about it. Then he goes, okay, cool. Well, they're already hired. <laughs> and then you go, I went to Linda. No, yes. No, you steps. need the person to be there too. Okay, you need you them know? to be there. That's why I was like, it'd be cool if Shane had been like, Walks I'm in. the one that hired them. Yeah, they're high talent. Yeah, because I think I agree. It should have been Linda because she was on. I want to say the Rumble. the Rumble. Yeah, yeah. 
but any chance you cannot put her on TV, I will go for it. She is. I mean, you're not she wrong. She is such a charisma void. It's like, God damn but it. More on that later in the year. It's just one, yeah, it's just one of those things. It's just, that you know, quickly. you're coming off the rumble, Jack. Your top 10, one of your top 10 matches. All time. All time for Corey. And then a week later, it's like, and they're in the same room and not trying to kill each other. Yeah. Hey. You had, the, you had the guy, yeah. you know, I ta- we talked about it the, on the pay-per-view war stories for the Royal Rumble 2000, how we love the fact, big time feel, you had Triple H being, uh, telling Steph to go to the back. You have Cactus being held back by the ref. Now, a week later, hey, bud, pal, hire these guys. Chief, it's like, what the hell? Uh, we go from that to our next match. This is the Hollies versus Viscera in a handicap match. Hardcore gets his, like, arms tied up but in like the worst way by the ropes because it's his wrists only and it's just like oh that didn't look good i got an idea i got an idea the hollies win them then we get our last uh commercial for the super bowl as old people acting like superstars this is the one they were proud of that abc was too scared to air no they're too smart to air so they were like we're not putting this horse shit on television this is terrible this highlights everything that is bad about your program. And um, it's just stupid. Why, why would we put this on our... No. Yeah, real bad. I, I didn't like it. Then we get a uh, promo from uh, Halftime Heat, the J.R. Austin interview. Oh, uh, Austin misses the charge of the fans. He'll be back. He shows like the scar he has from the insertion from his neck surgery. <laughs> then we come back and J.R.'s like... They also forgot to say that JR's engaged, uh, that uh, Austin's engaged to Deborah now. Well, I mean, they, they, they put it out there, but tried to bury it. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, by the way, he's uh, engaged to Deborah. So, uh, yeah. what about this? Uh, we definitely will not beat her. We're, we're going to go to <laughs> Lillian in New York, and she brings up that there will be an interview. Uh, the press conference has to do with WWF and pro football. And I got sick a little. Oh, God. Oh, God. Violently ill. We go to our next match is Matt Hardy with Jeff versus Bubba and Devon. APA come out. Back and forth match here between the two. Matt hits a swinging DDT. Devon accidentally throws Bubba and Matt... Uh, oh, uh, throws a chair over Bubba. However, Matt catches it and hits it with him instead. APA come in and attack the Hardys. Edge and Christian come down, but the APA attack them. APA and Dudley stack a couple tables. Bubba powerbombs Jeff onto Matt on the outside through those tables. Hated this. Go on. God, I hated this. Did, what did you guys think? Um, I was indifferent to it. No, it, it shit all over the APA gimmick. Their gimmick wasn't to... Their gimmick was to protect the Dudleys, not come down and be their bitches. And help them in a hill beat down on two popular teams. That's fair. That's not what it is. So right off the bat, you've already screwed the pooch a little bit. So I hated it. But look at that talent there. <laughs> Edge and Christian, Dudley Boys, Hardy Boys, and Ron a- Simmons. APA. And Ron Simmons. <laughs> and Ron Simmons. <laughs> and whoever the ref was. Teddy Long probably. I don't yeah. know. We go uh, back. Holla, holla, That's his idea. Holla, holla, holla. We go backstage with Jack Tone talking with the Radicals. Jack is saying Triple H is not stupid to hire them. Triple H comes up and says, you guys are not ready for the WWF. <laughs> uh, tells him to leave. Has, uh, he has to go get security, and Jack's like, Triple H, you just made a huge mistake. Huge. 
Huge. So our main event, it's going to be Kane versus Triple H and Stephanie. Kane music hits, but he doesn't come out. Triple H makes fun of Kane for having a rough week. Troy leaving him uh, for Xbox. Triple H says Kane has 10 seconds to come down or he'll be uh, he'll go back and find Kane and kick his ass. Catches Jack comes out. Jack's mad at uh, Triple H for throwing at the Radicals. Uh, Jack goes down. They have a brawl or a match. I don't know. Earl's standing there the whole time. Uh, Stephanie joins commentary. Triple H tries to leave, but those Radicals show up and throw him back into the ring. They those beat damn up Radicals. <laughs> they beat up Triple H. Jack hits Triple H with the belt to end Raw. What's with the burial of Kane, too, by the way? Yeah, that last segment was weird. <laughs> weird. It's like Kane, because Kane is still heartbroken There's, because of... There were some head-scratching things on Raw yeah. that left me going, hmm, why? It wasn't, um, but, uh, it wasn't a home run this week. But, I mean, it was better than Nitro. I mean, for sure. Head cheese was better than <laughs> so I, I you you homers are too you much. you guys just asked you just answered the question of my next my you answered the question of what was the better show raw let's see how the ratings did shall we let's go last week WCW was at three point one while WWF was at six point seven coming off rumble rumble this week WCW two point eight that's about right. Yep, that's what they deserve. WWF, 6.6. Pretty much stayed the same. Yeah. Damn. I suspect that will go up next week. Who? WWF. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know, this wasn't that great of a show. You bring in four new guys. It's a lot of hype. Mm, true. But true, true, true. What's true is our favorite part of the show. The this award is it true? I do. <laughs> it's the award show. Let's start off with best match. X-Pac and Jericho. I immediately blanked out on every match that happened <laughs> on both shows. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's X-Pac and Jericho. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that was a really good match. Excuse me, I'm dying here. Uh, I like Kate. I like Angle and uh, Rock and Rock. Yeah, that was my number two. Yeah, I just thought Xbox and Jericho was a little bit better. I didn't think Rock and Angle went long enough. Yeah, to compete. Uh, worst match. Uh, Jabroni match of the week. Uh, didn't Big T wrestle? <laughs> he did. That's it. That's it. No, he didn't. He showed up. Oh, never mind. It wasn't he, an official he, match. He slowly walked down That's to the right. ring. Well, then uh, it's that Lumberjill match. Lumberjill. I have said before that okay, I will we not do, do women's well, matches. Well, you can. I will not do those matches because I don't count them in pits yeah. and of liquid yeah. and shit. Uh, I'm going package and knobs. Yep. I'll go Lumberjill. That was just horrible. Who is your MVP? The Radicals. <laughs> it's the Radicals. I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's making a statement on your first night. Yeah, I'll be the Radicals. It's... uh. And also used better in the first night than <laughs> the last two years of WCW combined. More on that in a second. Uh, who is your motive? Uh, Luger. 
I, I'm going to agree with you on that one too. I we've been loving the the Sheen version of Luger the past couple months, but, but then all of a sudden, just just out of, out of nowhere, just I'm done. <laughs> I demand recognition. Luger is not so fun. No, yeah. uh, Terry Funk. You don't you don't want to have that funk? No, you gotta have that. Not funk. that funk. Oh, okay. Gotta have that funk. All right, guys. WTF? Who? Um, yeah, I'll go to WF this time. It's too easy on WCW. I'm sure you guys will probably have theirs anyway. Um, you come up with good ideas this week, but then drop the ball on them. Yeah, I, I love the APA idea, but then that second skit, mm-hmm. it just doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, you have uh, the the radical thing is good. You made it make sense with Jack bringing him in, but then the last part where they go in just runs it. I mean, that's. That's not normal for this execution was bad, right? And it isn't normal for them lately. Yeah, for the Kresge era, that's that's not the norm. Mm -hmm. So, what the fuck, Dave? You think it was a case of just them having too much happening that night? Maybe I think if I remember how the story goes, they were negotiating, and then signed very late the week before. So it was kind of like, well, let's get them on Raw. Let's, Let's let's get going. And I think they just that's what they came up with. That's fair. So mine is related to the Radicals. It's WCW, and it's um, how can you just let them walk onto the competition's television show? Oh, I have an answer. You can't. I'm sure you do, but in a second. Uh, <laughs> you can't. Like, the lawyers that you have, there's no way to, like, you need to wait 60 days. Two weeks fucking later, they're going to they're gonna walk onto Raw and make you look like garbage and use them better than you did in the previous two years. That's fucking embarrassing. Now, Corey. You're, you're right. <laughs> it's a, it's a very embarrassing because uh, uh, one agent, Mike Graham, threatened to kill them <laughs> for trying to cost Kevin Sullivan his job because he's his buddy. And that uh, legitimate threat of death is what got them out of any kind of... Uh, like no compete clause or whatever? Yeah. That's that's what did it. It was Jesus like Jesus Christ. As man. soon as they reported that to to Bill Bush, it was like, all right, automatic release as it is, and he stamped them all, and they were good to go. My God. Yeah. So how is Mike Graham still fucking employed? Uh, well, uh, now he's dead. So well, um, well, so fuck him. But because uh, isn't he on TV like later in the week? Yeah. How the fuck is he still there? That should have been... It's as that, soon as they left, that obviously like, cool, Mike Graham, you're also now fired. You would think so, right? Because what in, in the fuck, dude? In any other job or company, I he's fired. have fired people for threatening to shoot them. I have literally done that. Well, it happened. Tim, Tim was like, yeah, you can't work here anymore because obviously. Yeah. <laughs> like, but apparently that's not how it goes in WCW. Jesus Christ. <laughs> So, yes, uh, that's why they were able to just it's a clash of colors. come right in. Jesus. So, my WTF, and we're going to WCW, <laughs> I, like I start the show, I was really pissed off after watching the Nitro. Yep. Because I went, wow, that was a waste of an hour and a half. No progress on anything, and... Then you do the ridiculous shit of Brian Nobbs having wanting a match for Fit Finley against the Toll Package for no reason. Then we get the Flair who don't want to be there starting a feud with Terry Funk over Arn Anderson. Soon it will be an Arn Anderson on a pole match. 
I'm oddly I'm anticipating it. by that. Yeah. <laughs> I just... I was just super pissed. But my WTF is just overall the episode as a whole. The fact that, you know, you're just trying to do this, trying to do that, but it's not working. Can I scare you a little bit? You know, it gets worse. Oh God. I mean, think about it. I know. They, they feel the need to do a complete reboot with people just two months, short, short months later. So imagine how bad the Nitros are in March when they make that decision. Hmm. I mean, you don't make that decision if things are just kind of, oh, yeah, whatever, a little dull. But no, uh, they feel the need to do that drastic of a move. So just imagine the shows we'll be watching about a month from yeah, now. Yeah, so Super go to excited. hell. Go to hell. <laughs> So that brings an end to this week's episode of the Monday Night War Stories. We have the midweek war stories coming up. The fallout from these two episodes we just watched of Nitro and uh, Raw. Or <laughs> That'd be Thunder. No, no, no. Okay. Fallout from Nitro. Fallout, fallout. fallout from. Yes. Okay. We're going to be do- talking about Nitro. It's going to be Raw Backlash. Yeah. Raw Backlash. <laughs> We're be talking about Thunder and SmackDown in the midweek war stories. We have the pay-per-view war stories coming up in a couple weeks. But go back and listen to, if you do... Sold out. <laughs> I, uh, that was a great show, I thought. And, you don't uh, watch it. Don't watch it, just listen to us. And go and listen to uh, Royal Rumble 2000. And watch that show. Yeah. Yes. Watch that show. Uh, you can go to nocellentertainment.com. That's right, nocellentertainment.com to find all of our lovely stuff. Also, you can go to any of the social media websites. We're on there. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs>